Hey everyone, it's time for another Triloblastic Peep minicast. Woo! Okay, so seriously, I'm gonna try to do this quick this time because it's like 3.30 in the a.m. and I'm all tired after just playing a lot of WoW, like five hours of WoW, and so I need to sleep. Uh, I'll start with the usual suspects, like I've been playing, obviously, more Retro Game Challenge on the DS, and I'm really into it now. I got to the RPG, which is called, like, Gawada, Gaudia Quest, or Gawada, I don't know how to pronounce it. It looks like Guard, but not, it's spelled differently. But anyway, yeah, it's, um, seriously, like, an old-school 8-bit RPG with straight-up, like, dungeon crawling and grinding, and like inventory systems that you can't understand and weapons that aren't really explained very well and just uh yeah it's confusing as all hell but it's fun um i beat the challenges for it so now i'm going into free i can have it open for free play if i want to play through it but i want to play through the challenges first and from what i actually heard i think that they're like the entire challenge part of the game is actually different games um like that you don't actually repeat the same game for those parts. I'm not sure. I'll find out more as I play more. But I've gone through quite a bunch of different games. I, I did the ones I talked about since the last podcast. Um, and I, I don't remember what I finished up with. But uh, since then I opened up... Actually, it's kind of repeated games in a sort of way. Because uh, there was the um, the Xevious-like game, which was uh, Cosmic Gate. Then there was like the uh, action game called uh, like Robot Ninja Haggleman. And then there was a racing game called Rally King, and or was that Rally King? I think so. And then what did it do? Did, was there another one? I know there was a. I think there's something called Star Prince, which was more like a. Uh, I think it's like a Zaxxon style game, if that's right. What I'm thinking of, I don't know. It's one like it's like a. Uh, well, it was like a top-down shooter, though, which isn't Zaxxon at all. I don't think. I don't know. Anyway, it was like a type top-down, uh, like vertical shooter. Um. Which was pretty cool. Uh, then it did like kind of repeats. It did like a special edition of Rally King with different tracks. Uh, N- Robot Ninja Haggleman 2 was the sequel, but it's still more the same. Um, I am so tired right now. I can't think straight. But uh, yeah, um, now I'm going to Robot Ninja Haggleman 3, which I, from what I hear is like completely. I think this is more like a Ninja Gaiden style game, or um, it might even be more Castlevania. I don't know. I'll find out when I get into it. Uh, but it's supposed to be vastly different, and then there's more games to come, So, and I'm still absolutely loving it. And uh, I'll probably, from what I hear, to actually beat the entire game, you do have to kind of go through and beat all the games to completion. So I probably will do that, because I'm a completionist, and I want to, I'm enjoying the games, and I'll want to play them. Um, uh, so anyway, other than that, I played more N+, for the DS, and I'm still enjoying it, because it's N+, and N+, is fucking awesome. My only complaint about the game is that it doesn't have the music from the Xbox Live Arcade version of N+, because I, like, that music is ingrained in my head kind of now, um, and to not hear it on this version is kind of weird. Uh, but I actually do, I'm okay with the cameras on the DS version. I think if the PSP version is the way I think it is, that the DS version would be better. Because the DS has the top screen as the far out zoomed out view and the bottom screen as a close up view. Which I think works because you can technically just play just by looking at the top screen. And if you need to like kind of see what's going on close, you can just glance at the bottom. But And you can flip the screens too if you want. You can have the, the zoomed out view be on the bottom screen. So you can play the game that way. It's functional, it works. I mean, it's not perfect, but it's it works and it's okay. If the PSP version is the one that's just locked to one singular view, that one would be the worst way to play. Um, 
but yeah, so I'm enjoying M Plus on the DS. Uh, and what else? Okay, I think, and then, you know, playing WoW like usual. Uh, I don't know if I have any WoW stories to share later, but um, I do have new games I've been playing, which would be... Uh, I got two new DS games because I'm really bad at not buying shit and I'm really bad at saving money because I'm supposed to be saving money. But I did pick up Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars. Only played a little bit of that but enjoyed what I played. I only played for like like a half hour. I got it. I need more time to get into it. Um, but it's a good Grand Theft Auto game. I mean, it does remind me of the first of the original and the sequel and stuff. But it, this is an isometric view. Um, I think it's a happy medium between the original games and like the way that storylines and stuff and characters and things were from the newer games. Um, I think it kind of blends both together into a nice into a nice game. Um, like I said, I have to play more to get more of a feel for it, but I think I'm going to get into it. I, I'm a big GTA fan, though. I pretty much get in any GTA. Uh, the art style is really good. I like the way the art looks on the game on the uh, DS. And, uh, I don't know, like, even just the opening credits and the intro scene, it definitely sucked me back into the world of Grand Theft Auto. Um, so, I'll let you know more about that as I play more. Uh, and then the other thing I picked up was Korg DS10, which Al has talked about on a previous podcast, but it's a nice, fun thing to fuck around with. I mean, if... If you're somebody who actually takes music creation seriously and stuff, like I don't know how you would feel about it, but I'm not a musician. Um, I mean, Al's talked about it, and he's a musician, and he seemed to have liked it. But on, from the standpoint of somebody who just likes to fuck around with this kind of stuff, like somebody who might actually like use like like something like Fruity Loops on the computer and just fuck around with it, it's a cool little tool. Um, it's something that like I might see myself like if I'm sitting around with nothing to do and just like want something to like kill some time or something like if I if I don't have the ability to focus on a game it'd be cool to just like pop it open and start like throwing together some beats like i was doing it while playing wow like if i had nothing else to do at the moment i would pop up in the ds and start like just throwing down some mad fat beats yo um but again it's like it's definitely not for somebody who doesn't who's not into the idea just messing around with that stuff like if you expect to be able to just like put together amazing music or something with it like you might see on youtube videos you either need to really know what you're doing or, like, just be able to be able to learn that kind of stuff. Um, it's not for everybody, I'll guarantee that. Like, I probably won't even understand and learn, like, 10% of the features in that thing. So, just, uh, yeah, that's, that's my feelings on it. If I ever, if I throw, anything, throw together anything cool, I'll uh, try to record it and maybe throw it in a trilobite or get Austin to throw it in the main cast as bumper music or something like that. But I like it. I like the idea of it. I'm glad that they that there's stuff like this on the DS. Um, it's really cool. Uh, you know, it'll be something good if I'm just like sitting around with friends, like maybe drinking some beers or whatever, just chilling and like, you know, just start fucking around with it. Like if I, if <laughs> just bust it out, get, get people grooving, yo. Um, that sounds so stupid. I don't know. Anyway. Um, so yeah, Pokemon is coming out. The Pokemon platinum or whatever is coming out this Sunday. Uh, so like a couple days from when I'm recording this so I want to really want to get it but I'm going to try to withhold myself uh because I um I have now I have Retro Game Challenge to beat and Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars to beat and then I have M Plus which I'm not going to try to beat really quickly it's kind of that's kind of just another like if I just want something really quick to play or something you know bust put it in bust out a few levels and put it away um 
Plus, once I get to the end levels, I'll probably be playing those and going insane. But uh, yeah, I'm going to try to make myself hold off until after I've beaten at least Retro Game Challenge. At least Retro Game Challenge before I buy Pokemon. I would like to beat Retro Game and GTA before I buy, po buy Pokemon and sink another 200 plus hours into it. But we'll see what happens because I am supposed to be saving money and I'm bad at that. I did watch something interesting happen at my friend's house. Uh, some of my friends who aren't gamer, well, one game, one friend in particular who isn't really a gamer, uh, popped in. My one other friend who is a gamer was playing Burnout on the PSN at my friend's house, and he was enjoying it, but he only played it for about like 10 minutes, and then he stopped for some reason. I don't remember why, and he just kind of left the controller sitting there. And my other friend, who's not a gamer, picked it up and spent about the next hour just driving around and not doing any events just driving around the city and crashing and just flying around the city and having a ball with it. I don't even think he got another car. I think he was still using the starter car and he was having a blast. And that is like something that's cool to see. Like, I guess that shows that like the whole concept of like fast arcadey action and like super wicked crashes and stuff. Like it kind of can just appeal to anybody. All you gotta do is pick up the controller, start, you know, hit the gas and you're having fun. I think that's really cool. Um, so I might actually invest in the uh, the party pack. If people at my friend's house are going to be playing it, because it's like a place where a lot of us hang out together. Um, so if people are starting to play it, like kind of continuously, like or a lot, you know, I'll might invest in the party pack and uh, introduce them to like you know local multiplayer stuff. Um, and then anything else? I haven't really gotten a chance to play more World of Goo uh, recently. I do want to get back into that, so because I want to beat it. It's not very long, and I would like to beat it. And, yeah, that is it, I think. Anyway, uh, so I'm about half, I'm over halfway mark of my time limit, and if I want this to stay short, I probably shouldn't talk about anything else. But once I start going, I apparently can't stop. Um, so let me talk about, is there stuff I want to talk about? I don't know. I think I mentioned real quick last time, my last trailer bite, that I saw Watchmen and that people should read the book first, which I stand by that. Like, it, it, the movie was good, but the movie is definitely meant for people who have read the book because they gloss over very important things that I think are important or, very like, I think are integral to the pacing of Watchmen. And it just kind of gets glossed over in the movie. And then they focus on the other things, but only in short bursts. It's like... It's pay the movie is paced very weird where I think the book is paced amazingly well. And the way that certain information is presented in the book is just not there in the movie that makes some things fall flat. I don't want to say anything to spoil anything, but I really think people should read the book and then go see the movie. If you've already seen the movie, I still highly suggest reading the book because it is, um, in my opinion, years been like years, whatever, you know, it's, it's a lot better than the movie. Um, obviously as these, these cases tend to be, um, I listened to some other podcasts, one in particular called extra life radio. Um, you can uh, check out it's uh, by this guy, Scott Johnson. He does this comic called, uh, uh, extra life. You can check it out at my extra life.com. Um, comics are all right, but the podcast is really good. Uh, it's definitely for geeks and like nerd and just like geek culture and stuff. They talk about comics and movies and TV shows and video games and like lots of geek culture stuff. And pretty much any like geek type person is going to be into whatever they're talking about. Uh, I mean, I don't know how easy it is for new people to get in the show. Cause like the, the guys on the show definitely have a certain dynamic that you kind of get used to after a couple episodes. Um, but I mean, it took me like 
I'd say like four or five episodes and I fell in love with the show. Um, cause they just, they, they constantly have new topics every week and they're talking about different stuff and they're just funny guys. And I don't know, I really like it. But anyway, the point is that on the, on their most recent podcast, they were talking about the movie and they were raving about it and how about how it's total fan service and they're happy that everything in the movie was shot for shot, like to the comic book. And they just seem to really like it. And it seemed that they didn't really have many complaints about it. And they didn't even bring up some of the things that I think are major complaints, like the fact that the pacing is off and certain things are only understood. Like, I, I guess that kind of like my my feeling of certain things only being fully understood if you've read the book uh, kind of coincides with their feeling that the the movie is completely fan service because anyone see like it's almost as if they expected anyone seeing the movie to have already read the book but it, in a way it feels it feels like it was marketed for like the mainstream so I don't know I don't know they they just like they rave about it and kind of glossed over or like didn't mention at all like the things that I think were important uh and again, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to spoil anything, but just just the, the again, I keep saying using the same terminology, but the gloss over over the glossing over of important things, um, the pacing and uh, the the ch- the small changes that seemed unnecessary where if it was going to be like trying to be shot for shot to the comic book, certain dialogue things or just certain things were changed around, which didn't they seemed like there was absolutely no reason that they had to be changed. So little things like that irk me. If you're going to do fan service and try to do like a shot for shot, you know, st- like straight comic to movie transition, then do that. Don't like don't do it half-assed and like change small things that are un- that don't need to be changed. That makes no freaking sense. Anyway, I'm just gonna rest on the point that everyone should read the book. The book is amazing, um, and if you like the book, then you should definitely see the movie. Uh, and again, if you've already seen the movie, I say either whether or not you- I say if you've seen the movie and you've whether or not you've enjoyed it or hated it or whatever, you should read the book anyway and give the book uh, a fair chance. I mean, unless there was some reason that you absolutely hated the movie that you just like were like, I don't see even I can't even say that if you were to say I don't care about these characters or anything, the movie doesn't good doesn't do a good job of building up the characters and it doesn't build them up properly. That is a major problem with the movie, and it's like. Other people don't seem to be seeing it. I don't know. Maybe it's fresh in my mind because I just read the book before I saw the movie. But there's definite like um, techniques that is used in, are used in the book to build up characters to make you actually care about all the characters. Pretty much, there's a few that you don't. But like, <laughs> it's so hard not to say certain things. Um, yeah, certain things happen in the book that make you feel certain ways about certain characters that are just fall completely short in the movie. And so that's what I'm saying. Like, even if you hated the movie and were like, I don't care about these characters. I don't care. This story is stupid. I, I still think you should read the book. Um, that's just my opinion. Uh, I know like this is supposed to be about video games, but that's kind of been something that's been on my mind. So if you do listen to this and you have opinions on the Watchmen movie or book or whatever, um, and can express them without giving spoilers, I say you email them into the TriGames email thing. I think it's mailbag at trygames.net. It can be M-A-I-L-B-A-G or M-A-L-E-B-A-G at trygames.net. You can email in and then, like, you know, I'll answer questions myself about it on the show. And I don't know, maybe Austin and Al did see it. I don't know. Maybe they've read it because we don't really talk about other stuff besides video games. And I think we can do with expanding out 
into other realms once in a while. Um, <clears throat> and then, uh, is there, now that I only got about three minutes left, is there anything else I want to talk about? Uh, WoW is going good. Um, getting pretty high. Well, not pretty high, but our uh, Lions characters are 37. Our Horde characters on Grizzly Hills are 27. And our Horde on uh, Warsong, I think, is right about... 20-ish. I don't remember exactly. Um, but I don't know. I think that's pretty good for having played about like a little under, or a little over two months and having three characters at those levels. I don't know. I think that's pretty good. And I mean, my girlfriend's still totally into it. She's we're like still both horribly addicted. So that's a plus. Um, I don't think I have any good interesting WoW stories except for the, uh, the dragon story I told on uh, the podcast when somebody asked me to do it. I don't remember. I'm sorry. I forgot who asked me. Uh, I want to say it was either McDove or Edgy Buccaneer or Digimatrix. It was one of the usual people that email in asked me to share WoW stories. Um, and I mentioned something about a dragon. And uh, just when I was playing, like even a few hours before I'm recording this, I uh, found that exact area where I found that dragon before. And it was, it wasn't Ashen Vale. It was um, basically as you're going out towards it's past uh it, it's past the far it's past splinter tree posts and stuff and the night elf place up there and stuff it's it's back there i don't even remember the name of it but and it definitely was a lot bigger in my mind than it was in actuality because in my mind there was like this huge flight of stairs like that go on for infinity go on for infinity like stairway to heaven type deal and then at the top was this gargantuan dragon and then uh when me and my girlfriend snuck in real quick to take a peek without like we were able to get in there real quick without getting the uh, elites on us um and she was able to see it it definitely didn't seem as big as it was in my mind but uh it was still cool to just take a peek at that and run the hell out um so that that's just it's interesting to realize how much your mind can change a memory um but uh yeah that was cool and so I guess I should end this now. Uh, I don't know if we're doing a podcast this week or not because Austin might be unavailable, but I'm always up for doing it with just Al. That sounds that sounds great, um, <laughs> but that's really up to him. Uh, but I could always do Pete's solo cast because I'm good at that. And uh, if anybody wants to email in, let me know what you guys think. If you what you think about me putting Game Slave stuff up on Try Games. Um, might definitely put up the uh, podcast on there, the old series, maybe start up something new, even if it's by myself. And uh, might, if Austin wants to, might consider hosting GSTV on there now because Facebook is kind of stupid and I don't really want to use it anymore. But for now, you can find me on Facebook at Pete Vellucci Jr. That's V-E-L-L-U-C-C-I Jr. Um, I do still have it up there with at least the Game Slaves TV stuff on there, so you can go check that out. And uh, you can drop me online on there or just mail in to try games, and I'm sure Austin will get me the message. But i got to stop this because I'm at my time limit again, and I'm bad at doing this quick. Bye!